Good morning. It's good Monday morning. It's seven minutes after nine o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Brian Hansen is on board. Uh, we've got a rather humorous, uh, well, yeah, I think it's kind of a humorous story. A uh, little, little uh, seriousness behind it, but for the most part, uh, rather humorous. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Bidenomics. That's on board with us this morning. A question was asked by a viewer of that TV show, The Five, on Fox News that I'm shamelessly stealing to ask you because I thought it was kind of a neat question. But we start off with a sculpture in Palm Springs, California. Apparently, they've decided to have a sculpture put up in a homeless camp, uh, in a homeless park, a park where the homeless hang out, uh, to celebrate AIDS awareness, and I I don't know why you would celebrate AIDS in any any respect at all. I it does it it's beyond. We don't celebrate syphilis awareness. We don't celebrate you know gonorrhea awareness. Why the hell are we doing this? This, this, this it just confuses me. But there is a little controversy about the sculpture because apparently it resembles a sphincter. Um, that you would only see uh, when someone was walking away from you. Uh, I, I, I don't know how better to say that without offending anybody, but <laughs> apparently that's what it looks like. And they're just furious about this. Uh, and it's like a half million dollars. A half a million dollars? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, a sculpture in a park with homeless people. For a half million dollars for AIDS awareness, that looks like, uh, well, you know what. All right, uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. By the way, uh, speaking of Bidenomics, Brian, did you see the Babylon Bee? Uh, and, uh, not today. I have not well, been over there. You know that with Bidenomics, the price of everything is going through the roof. Uh, crude oil is uh, hanging up at about 100 bucks a barrel. The price of gasoline and diesel is going up. Um, and it gets harder and harder to feed your family. So courtesy of the Babylon Bee, some ideas on, on how you can feed your family for a little less. Oh, good. Yeah. A single bean. <laughs> Remember, everyone has to share, so you have to slice it rather thin. Uh, ramen noodles with extra water. The water really brings out the flavor and helps it last longer. <laughs> I love this next one. A nice juicy steak from the dumpster behind Longhorn Steakhouse. Your neighbor's cat. If it's good enough for Venezuelans, it's good enough for you. Can I volunteer, Mike? Yeah, never mind. Uh, lightly used sushi purchased on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, it's just as good now as it was when it was made a week ago. A week All right, ago. that's disgusting. That crosses the line. <laughs> uh, your own words. It doesn't uh, just keep you out of trouble. It's highly nutritious. Yum. Costco samples. Keep a sufficient supply of fake mustaches, hats, and glasses so you can hit every vendor multiple times. And a hearty meal of braised quail, shrimp, fresh vegetables, and a glass of of finely aged wine. Uh, that's uh, Biden family members only. So you see, you can, you can feed your family in, in a Biden economy and you don't have to struggle. Wow. 
they are really great. They are so funny. I subscribe to them now. I, I just think they're that funny. So if there was one thing that you could uninvent, what would it be? My first instinct when I heard the question was Democrats, but then I realized they would just, you know, come back with a different name. And they would still be the same socialist, neo-communist group that they are. But if there's one thing you could uninvent that you think would make the world a better place, what would it be? 874-9390-800-529-5572. Brian, one thing that you could uninvent that you think would make the world a better place. What would it be? And I, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, he had no idea I was, I was going to do this to him. I'm, I'm throwing this out. Cold. I know, my first thought is uh, cell phones. Get rid of them. Dad, you, don't, you, you don't think they uh, make life they, better? They have a purpose and they do make life better, but I hate them. I really do. Everywhere you go, people got... I mean, take a look at the person next to you. And I can only see through the they're, window. They're the looking into their phone. Ch and chances are they're looking into their phone. It just drives me crazy. All right, cell phone. Brandon just put his phone down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two or go to GaryNolan dot com. Send me a message if there is one thing you could uninvent that you think might make the world a better place. Something you wish hadn't been invented give me a call tell me what it is brian says the cell phone and it is kind of annoying but it's also very handy um the one thing i wish we could uninvent even i'm having a hard time with this uh, i thought you know being the libertarian that i am <laughs> the income tax but that's really not something you know invented per se is there something out there you wish had never how about the covid vaccine how about the the covid vaccine that's 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 one i wish had never been invented but anyway you tell me if there's one thing out there that you wish we could uh, uninvent tell me what it is uh, and again, if you go to GaryNolan.com, you can send a message in, and it just uh, pops up in studio. Uh, Gary, we've been watching Rob Schmidt, the Rob Schmidt show on Newsmax. He's talking about Trump's problems with the FBI and the Justice Department. Program keeps flipping off. It's happened before. The internet provider is Spectrum. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a, a left-wing conspiracy, Carol. It, it's just sometimes things don't work out the way you want. All right. Uh, shamelessly ripping off a question from The Five on Fox News. What one thing, if you could, uninvent it, if you could make it, if it just, you could get rid of it, what would it be? Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. It is, uh, it's 18 minutes after 9 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. And uh, shamelessly stealing a question right off of uh, the five on Fox News. If you could uninvent something, what would it be? Brian said the cell phone. I said the uh, China flu vaccine. 
Nick said mail-in voting, which I thought was interesting. By the way, Brian Carroll agrees with you, the cell phone. Uh, Kim says, I would uninvent Google. It pushes their agenda to the top, therefore somewhat programming and brainwashing people to believe what they think is most popular to the top. Also, censoring us. To the phones we go, as promised, Gary is on the line. Good morning. What would you most like to see uninvented? Do Democrats count? Yeah, that was my first instinct, but the problem with that is, Gary, they, they, they would be just named something else, like the Neo-Communist well, Party of America. Let's, let's just change, let's go, not, not, I don't think all Democrats fall into that. Let's just go the far left, but leave the Democrats where they're at. So you would uninvent Democrats? Far left Democrats. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. Gary, thank you. Right. Take care. Bye. All right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. What are the odds that we would have three Garys on the same program at, at the same time? Uh, Gary number... He's Gary number three, Brian. I'm number one. That's... Well, I... That's No, debatable. no, no. You got that all wrong. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so one of the things that would be really cool if it was uninvented, nobody ever knew at the time that it was going to be so bad, but all the carcinogenic things like cigarettes and all the pollutants that they've had, think of all the bazillions of dollars and countless numbers of deaths that have come from carcinogens. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'm especially uh, angry about car, about cancer, but that's another story. Gary, thank you. Glad to have you in the Gary Nolan Show. I don't want to mislead anybody. I don't have cancer. But my wife was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and, it, in fact, uh, I'll be off a couple of days next week while we go in for surgery for her. Uh, but what a horrible disease. What a really horrible disease. Now I'm, I'm dragging down a fun segment of the program. Things you could uninvent. If there was one thing you could uninvent, what would it be? Sue says electric cars. Oh, I never thought of that. Uninvent electric cars. You know, that was one of the first... Um, the electric cars were being made better than 100 years ago. But... They they didn't uh, they didn't fare any better than current electric cars. When you were a kid, which was a long, long, long time ago, is there something that you thought would be you know mainstay by now that hasn't? Oh yeah, yeah. like flying cars. Okay, I was thinking jetpacks when I was a kid. You know, you saw the the army or whoever it was that was yeah, making these see. things and I thought oh this is how we're going to get around yes I want to I want in on this uh, <laughs> yeah it never happened no uh, I always sort when I was in grade school they were talking about by the time you're an adult flying cars will be the you know the norm uh, they are not of course and it never did happen but that was the one thing that I always heard was going to happen Brian came up with another one here. Uh, not Brian Hansen, Brian, a listener. Gain-of-function research. <laughs> yeah, that would have been something great to uninvent. It'd, it'd, it'd be even greater if, uh, because we wouldn't have spent our money to create something in another country that killed millions of people around the world. 
Uh, let me do this on the phones. Tim, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. Lawyers. Uninvent lawyers. We didn't have them. We wouldn't need them. They're a parasite. <laughs> you, th you think they cause the problems they try to solve? Absolutely. <laughs> Interesting. All right, Tim. Thank you. Uh, lawyers. Could we survive without lawyers? I mean, if you got charged with murder, wouldn't you want someone to come in and... Yeah, you don't want to have to defend yourself. I don't think uh, I'd want to do that. Of course, it, you know, if I'm putting my my uh, my mindset in the caller's uh, head, it's more confusing to defend yourself today because of lawyers. I don't know. All I know is if I get in trouble, Jennifer Bukowski. If my civil rights are taken away, Dave Rowland. That's how I roll. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572, or GaryNolan.com, man-made global warming. Emmett, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It hadn't been invented. Uninvent welfare or Roosevelt, whichever. Uh, Roosevelt. That would be good. That would be good. All right, uh, we can't we can't do this forever. We've got way too much, way too much to just concentrate on this. I don't know if you heard Hillary Reckham Clinton on TV talking about the Republicans in the House. We got some audio on that. We also have some very interesting polling data that uh, has just come out. Um, really interesting polling data. Uh, but let me get uh, Lawrence in here for a final call. Lawrence, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Lawrence says public school system and Department of Education, non-indent. Oh, yeah, public education. Oh, that's a that would cure a lot of the other problems we're talking about. That's correct. Good, right to the right to the core, Lawrence. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, get rid of government education. Promoted. By the Ku Klux Klan. We can't get rid of that. Why, Brian? Well, because you're, you're too stupid. stupid. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, ABC News uh, did a poll. And the headline is, Troubles for Biden, Not Just His Age, in Re-Election Campaign Poll. Uh, apparently, his uh, job approval rating is 19 points underwater. As ratings for handling the economy and, and, and immigration are at career lows. A record number of Americans say they've become worse off under his presidency. Three quarters say he's too old for another term. And Donald Trump is looking better in retrospect. All severe challenges for the Biden administration in his re-election campaign. 44% of Americans in the latest ABC News poll say they've gotten worse off financially under Biden's presidency. The most of any president in ABC uh, uh, polls since 1986. Just 37% approve of his performance. 56% disapprove. But of course, they're out there telling you everything is fine. They're gaslighting you and trying to turn Bidenomics into something positive. 
And they're doing it by lying to you. I, I would think you'd be suspicious of anything the Democrats say when you know that they're lying about what you're, what you're living. Oh, we've created more jobs than any president. He didn't create poop. Uh, that was the bounce back from COVID. He didn't create anything. But, he, he, but he's purposely distorting the truth, Biden is, so that the ill-informed will be convinced that somehow he's done something. They're counting on believing that you're too stupid to recognize what's happening to you every time you fill the gas tank or go buy groceries or anything else. And heaven help you if you're trying to find a house to buy. Because you're, you're going to pay interest rates to counter the stimulus that was unnecessary... And and it's going to be a, you know a long term downturn. There's a piece in the Wall Street Journal about uh, the the Biden economy, and uh, they ask an interesting question about whether or not the Biden uh, Bidenomics can actually handle what's coming down the road. Uh, the U.S. economy could withstand one shock, but four at once. And they talk about the uh, the auto worker strike being a problem, inflation, interest rate. I mean, they've this is a really bumpy road, mostly caused by progressives. Some of it by Republicans too, with the spending that they did. But these are self inflicted wounds. The U.S. economy has sailed through some rough currents this year, they write, but now face convergence of hazards that threaten to create more turbulence. The broader auto worker strike, lengthy government shutdown, student loan payments, rising oil prices. How much of this, how much of this comes from the Democrats? They have found the enemy and it is them. They've, they've shot themselves in the foot. Certainly the student loan payment thing, which, by the way, is uh, threatening to become a bigger problem than originally thought. Then you got the rising oil prices. Saudi Arabia and OPEC are holding back on, on uh, producing. At the same time, the administration is holding the marketplace back on producing. And, whoa, well, gee, aren't we just surprised the price of everything is going up. It's it's uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't bode well. I made a prediction about six months ago, and it appears that it is coming true. And I think it portends good news for small government advocate candidates. Good news for the Republicans. Not that they're really reducing the size of government, but it is good news for them. I, I saw this coming. I was right. We have uh, even more proof, another example. I'll share that with you at 935. But it is good news if you're tired of the Democrats. 935. Come on back for that. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network.
The Gary Nolan Show. It's 9.35. Glad to have you with us. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. About six months ago, five months ago, I started... I, I became aware of a phenomenon that had happened in the past. And it, it, it when I saw it happen the first time, uh, the result was that the Democrats ended up with a very shallow bench, and they still do have that, and it's going to get worse. I suggested that we were going to see more and more Democrats convert to the Republican Party. And since then, I think I've seen three or four, but the latest one is the mayor of Dallas, Texas. He's been uh, the mayor down there, I guess, for four years. He was uh, he served in their state house, uh, and he was a Democrat. But he pointed out that uh, by not defunding the police, uh, by uh, trying to make it a, a business-friendly climate, instead of raping businesses, they're kind of trying to... Um, seduce them into, into moving there without an income tax, it, they can do it. He wrote in the Wall Street Journal, it meant fighting for lower taxes and friendlier business climate. It meant investing in family-friendly infrastructure, such as better parks and trails. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of the better parks and trails thing, because it really doesn't do much. But he said the approach of smaller government, lower taxes, and business-friendly has 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 worked for them down in Dallas uh they well right now among America's uh 10 most populous cities Dallas has brought violent crime down in every major category murder year over year for the past 2 years uh Gallup poll asking Americans to rate safety of uh, major cities Dallas comes out on top so he's, he's doing everything, trying to keep property taxes low. He's doing everything that the Republicans say we should do, but he's a Democrat. Finally, he writes uh, that after these wins for the people of Dallas and after securing 98.7% of the vote in his reelection campaign, he has no intention of changing his approach to his job. But he writes, today I'm changing my party affiliation. Next spring, I'll be voting in the Republican primary. When my career in elected office ends in 2027, on the inauguration of my successor as mayor, I will leave office as a Republican. My prediction about this cascade is coming true. And when you get a mayor in an urban area the size of Dallas, and I believe it's one of the top ten cities in the country, who apparently uh, led the city kind of like a Republican and is now leaving the Republican Party. I see this as, uh, as a watershed moment for the Democrats. They have a problem. They've, they've got the immigration problem that's affecting Arizona and Texas, and, and the whole country is aware of this. You've got this miserable economy You've got the president giving away your money everywhere he can. I, I, I just, I think the Democrats are in for a real bath. And I don't even think abortion is going to be as much of an issue as they would like. I don't think it can save them. I think they're in trouble.
Um, one of the things that uh, that Biden has been pushing is getting rid of student loan debt. And I totally don't understand this. You sign on the line and say, give me this money and I will pay it back. You pay it back. But Biden doesn't want people to do this. He's bribing young voters. He's hoping they'll come up on election day and go, oh, I'm voting for the Democrats. They got me out of this mess. Even though they got themselves into it. But now it gets worse, and I need, I need some input here. Here's the deal, Brian. Student loan repayments uh, are, are kicking in on the first of the month. And there are people out there with student loan debts who are saying they don't want to, they're not going to pay it back. Well, you see, Gary, uh, Joe Biden promised that he was going, that was part of his um, campaign. Yes. Was to eliminate uh, college student loan debt. Well, so he can't go back on that now, can he? Well, you get, <clears throat> you get your college degree and 43 and a half million Americans will still be paying an average, are you ready for this, of $337 a month. I know there are higher, I know there are lower. But that's the average price. If you can't hack that on a, with a bachelor's degree, you're doing something wrong. But they're saying they don't want to pay it. 15% of borrowers <laughs> are already behind on their student debt. Uh, some polling suggests some borrowers may literally refuse to resume payments at all. They took a poll and Americans with student debt found that about a third said they might consider not repaying their loans. Now, here's the deal. You bought a house or you purchased an automobile or some big ticket item. You borrowed a bunch of money to do this and you, f you just decided, screw it, I'm, I'm not going to make any more payments. What does the bank do? They, they repossess your car. They take your home. They... Take whatever it is you borrowed against. Or you end up filing bankruptcy, which you can't do with a student loan debt, as, as I understand. So what are we to do? I mean, we have written this student loan uh, uh, problem in such a way that there's not much we can do. If a third of the people who have student loan debt outstanding... Just decide, by the hell with it. I'm not paying. What should the recourse be? We can't take back the education. Not that they really got anything for the money anyway. But you can't, un, you know, you can't say, well, you. No, it, it, they don't have a bachelor's degree anymore. We we repossessed them. That doesn't work. So what do we do with? With those, um, with those dogs who won't pay. They say there are serious consequences. They can face late fees and increasing costs to service their loans. Uh, they may get their loans sold to a collection agency. Well, that's no big deal to them. What do we... How do you really make... Because they really do. They've got... They've got to really suffer some monumental consequences. 
you can't just let them walk away. Oh, they sold the debt. Big deal. They just wait long enough and, and they're out from under. No, there's got to be a way. And it's tough because the government's, you know, put this whole stupid thing together to make them think, oh, my God, I've got to pay. Maybe, maybe you take every dime they make if they get a job. Maybe we should bring back debtor's prison. I don't know. But what they're doing essentially is saying, we signed for this. We swore we'd pay this money back. But now we've changed our mind. And as a result of that, you get to hold the bag for us. Uh, that's just patently unfair. Patently unfair. By the way, it, it does add some strain, they think, to the economy with the price of everything else going up. But you know what? If that's the average student loan payment, $337 a month, hell, take a part-time job or I, I it, it, it just shouldn't. It just shouldn't be a crippling dollar amount at that amount. Uh, let me go to the phones here. Robert is on the line. Robert, good morning. What should we do? Good morning. Um, first thing I would do is withhold any tax refund they're getting. Um, not a, eligible for any government assistance and revoke their voting rights until it's paid. How about we take every dime they make out of whatever paycheck they get? My thought is, is if you revoke their voting rights, then the Democrats are going to tank. Because oh, they all right. A, you're playing the long game. Yeah, there's no incentive for them not to pay it back if they're doing this to get votes. I like the way you think, Robert. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to watch out for my job. Robert, thank yeah, you. Glad, no, no, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I'll take away the right to vote. Man, that'll make the Democrats whistle a different tune. What a brilliant idea that was. All right, I'm up against the clock. This will take a couple of minutes. We'll be right back. Callers, hang on the line. We'll get to you. I got messages at GaryNolan.com. I'll get to them. What do you do to these recalcitrants that refuse to pay back the student loan debt? Just, no, I'm not paying it back. Can't repossess their degree. How do you get even? Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. So a huge group of uh, students have decided, nah, I'm not paying my student loan back. And I'm wondering what we can do uh, to, to make it really painful for them. And, and of course, the, the administration is going to somewhere down the road give them some kind of a break. But there are 43.5 million Americans who will be paying an average $337 a month, which seems pretty reasonable. Uh, that's smaller than most car payments. Some economists warn that this could slow down consumer spending uh, because the, this money would end up going back to the debtors. And the administration is still providing debt forgiveness for about 800,000 borrowers. That's your debt now. Isn't that handy? Now it's your debt. Now you get to pay for it. About 15% of borrowers 
are already behind on their student debt, uh, their student debt payments. And some borrowers say they just might refuse making payments at all. They did a poll and they found that a third said they might just consider not paying those loans. Uh, they say that the high cost of living, interest rates, inflation, they just, they can't swing it. They can get late fees, increased costs to service their loans. Uh, they may get their debt sold to a collection agency. Uh, this adds to the cost, possible uh, harassment from collectors. So what? They're off the hook. It may be a problem for them uh, on their credit report if they want to borrow uh, money for a mortgage or an auto loan. Yeah, but eventually, seven years later, that's all gone. Some states have laws that can revoke a driver's license or professional license from delinquent borrowers. Federal government may be able to order your employer to withhold and automatically uh, put that money towards servicing the debt. And they can also withhold Social Security. I think, you know, if you have that kind of hubris that you, you know, you sign, you swear you're going to pay, and then you decide, nah, I'm not going to. I think they should take 100% of your pay. First caller in on this said, hey, take away the right to vote. Democrats will change this. I thought that was some pretty clear thinking. Uh, one listener said uh, we should seize the assets of the public universities and close them to pay off the bad student loan debts. That would be holding the wrong people responsible. People who don't pay, said another uh, listener, on student loan debts get their wages and tax returns garnished, speaking from experience. I want them to, I really want them to feel the pain because of their arrogance. And because what they're essentially telling you is, first, they're liars and their word is useless. And second, they want you to work harder to pay their bills. That's just arrogant. Let me go to the phones and uh, chat with John. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. Uh, I am out in the country a little bit. I hope my cell phone signal will be good. Sounds good so far. Okay. Uh so I thought I'd call in because uh, I happen to be one of those people who has uh, student loan debt and have not paid a dime on it. Not a dime? Nope. It was about 15, 20 years ago that I did some school. I haven't made a payment since then. Well, why are you... Did they give you the money? They did. And why aren't you paying it back? Um, It's a bad excuse and it's going to make me look bad, but... Mostly because I don't have to. Yeah, that's a bad excuse. You swore you'd pay. You signed in a line and said yes. Yep, you're right. I did. So all the rest of us are stuck paying that bill. Well, no, nobody's paying it right now. It's just sitting there. No, the 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 money they gave you is money they would have used elsewhere. So we have to pay to fill the void where you would have paid it back. Well, uh, uh, so th what they're paying is interest. The government guaranteed the loan to the schools. The schools got their money. The government now holds the loan, and they have to pay the interest uh, until I pay it back. Because that's who what has to pay the interest. I think the government does. I think. Well, the government doesn't have any money, John. John, the government doesn't have any money. 
They only have the money they take from you and me. Correct. So they're not paying the interest. I am. Well, they are you. You are them. No. Whoever is the people, whoever, wherever the taxes come from, that's who's paying. All right. I hope you're using a a, a name that that isn't your birth name. All right. I got to go, John. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Just decided not to pay. We're paying that. We didn't take out that loan. I didn't take out that loan. Why should I have to pay it? Roy, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Um, I think you could use a little nuance. What about the people who did not graduate? What about them? They had no job going into school. They can't get a job now, and they've got bills to pay. They took out the loan. Nobody put a gun to their head and say, you're going to owe us this money. They said, uh, these, uh, these students said, I want to borrow this money, you're and I'll pay it yourself. back. What? You're repeating yourself. Why is the bankruptcy law inconsistent? The bankruptcy law exists for people who make stupid decisions. Been through bankruptcy myself. Yeah, well, if... There the are bank? people who cannot pay. You're making everyone sound like they simply will not. These people are deciding that they won't. That's in the first place. Second place, they haven't filed bankruptcy. Now you're repeating what I said. You cannot file bankruptcy. They haven't no filed. It, they have No, Roy, they haven't filed bankruptcy for any of their other debts. So it doesn't matter whether... Bank- you assume they have other debts. Well, of course they have other debts. Why? Because they're working. They're, they're, they're making a living. The person I'm thinking about doesn't have any debts other than student loans. Shouldn't have gone to school in the first place. Um, they were promised by the financial advisor, oh, you get into school and we'll take care of you. They didn't finish. They've got loans. They've got debt. They can't get a decent job. That's the only debt they've got is a student loan. That's not my fault. You're right. It's not. But the second question I asked you is why are bankruptcy laws inconsistent? Why can you not go bankrupt on a student loan? I got 10 seconds. Go ahead. Give us your answer. I don't have an answer. I think you should be able to go bankrupt on a student loan. Go to court. Prove that you're not just a piker. As long as the government isn't stuck holding the bill, and I am the one who has to pay it. Roy, got to run. Thank you. Gary Nolan shows Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.